You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Tigris. I am sitting here in my living room and I, I'm i a little bit late recording this episode and it's because I've just been having a lot of feelings. Like I think I've been in a bit of a challenging headspace where it's kind of felt like I've been on the verge of a panic attack for like the last four days and that's definitely not a fun place to be in. And I think it's caused by a multitude of things. I think it's a little bit of feeling overwhelmed with work, feeling emotionally exhausted by some personal challenges that I am going through. And I also think it's exhaustion from just getting up and reading the news. It's Lunar New Year, um, or we just celebrated a few day- celebrated it a few days ago, and. I feel like Lunar New Year is like the holiday where the Asian American community is really celebrated in like very white spaces that don't usually otherwise ever mention the AAPI community. Like, for example, I was at the Knicks game today and, um, you know, on the screen they were having these like AAPI Happy Lunar New Year images and at halftime they had a dragon dancing group perform but just examples like that where you know usually you don't see any mention or celebration of the AAPI community but on Lunar New Year you know there there's a whole thing so I feel like especially around Lunar New Year it's a time where I'm thinking a lot about my own understanding of my racial and ethnic identity or you know maybe lack thereof understanding and eagerness to learn more and I'm also reflecting a lot about, you know, the family members that I wish I had a relationship with and don't. And I'm thinking about um, the anti-Asian violence that I wish I could think of as in the past. But for those of you who might be following the news, we are we got a reminder that it's very much present. Um, We saw a mass shooting happening Uh, a mass shooting happened at a Lunar New Year celebration in Monterey Park in LA. 
And I think one of the things that scares me a lot is just the lack of surprise I feel nowadays from seeing headlines like that, where I saw it, my heart kind of fell and it hurt and I felt an immediate sense of just sadness for the families of the victims and those who survived and gratitude for, you know, the local heroes that helped disarm the shooter. And um, I think at the same time, I recognize that there wasn't any part of me that felt shocked. Um, And, you know, that same night there was another mass shooting not too far away. And like, it is just so terrifyingly normalized in this society. And that's really disheartening. And I think that you know, I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast where a lot of the mass shooting news kind of pushed me into this fragile state of anxiety around just being in public. And I think New York City is a place where you're always surrounded by some sort of crowd. Every time I ride the subway, which is like multiple times a day, or today being at Madison Square Garden or um, waiting in line at a coffee shop where there's a lot of people Every headline about a mass shooting reminds us that in places we should feel safe or believe to be safe or in places where we're surrounded by, you know, whether it be law enforcement, which, you know, you would hope would make us feel safe, but often doesn't. Um, rem- just reminders that we're living also in a world where mass shootings have become so normalized and you never know what can happen. And A few days ago, I actually felt a lot of anxiety in yoga because I remembered while I was like in Downward Dog or something, reading a headline a couple years ago about a mass shooting that happened in, I think, a yoga studio, Um, I I think in Florida. I might be getting it totally wrong, but um, because there are too many to keep track of, but um, and I just had this overwhelming sense of anxiety, like while I was doing yoga, like should I feel safe here? I wonder if they lock the door. I wonder what I would do in a yoga studio. There's nothing to hide behind. Would I pretend to feel dead? Like I just started having this spiraling, you know, narrative of chaos and fear in my head. And that's just really scary. And I think that I don't think, I don't think I have the emotional capacity or honestly the hope of seeing less mass shootings in our future to really process a lot of this anxiety because I think I try to and I just come towards, you know, but it is a very valid concern. And, you know, I remember my therapist saying like, oh, but you know, the chances of it happening to you are much lower. And I'm like, but are they? Like, isn't that what we all want to think going out into the public? And then this happens? Like, it's just hard to put into words the fear and the anxiety and the exhaustion And I think especially as an Asian American, when you see a mass shooting happening, even if it's not confirmed or whatever to be a hate crime, but, you know, it is so, seems so targeted at a predominantly Asian American community. It's really terrifying because, you know, you you identify with that. And so I feel like I've just been kind of in this state of just kind of just feeling tired and it's a chicken and egg situation where when I feel anxious and emotionally exhausted, I work and I sleep more. Um, I sleep not because I'm, um, you know, just trying to get in my eight to 10 hours, but I sleep like I take naps more because I just don't want to be awake. 
and not working. So I'm either working or I'm sleeping. And so um, I think, you know, one of the reasons that I turn in late episodes um, in weeks like this is that, you know, the reason I started Tigress the podcast is to force myself to sit down and have this accountability to reflect on my feelings and to go deeper and be present. And that can be a really scary thing when what I'm feeling at present is not something I want to be feeling. And the reality of the present is something that scares me and makes me just, you know, almost like agoraphobic of like not wanting to go outside and, you know, not feeling safe going about my day. And so I don't know, like I, I, I have been delaying making this podcast episode and it is going to come out later than I usually try to do these podcast releases on a weekly basis, but it just comes from that, you know, I have this avoidance of being present and reflecting on my feelings at times when those feelings are just scary. Um, But at the same time, I, I decided to sit down and record just kind of reflections on where I'm at because I think that in talking to some friends recently, I recognize that I'm not the only one feeling this way. And I think that at times when I get overwhelmed by emotions or anxiety, the most helpful thing that I find is being in community with other people who might also be feeling that numbness and might also be feeling those, you know, feeling the concerns of, am I safe in places like the yoga studio? Um, so I'm sharing all of those here with you today. And to be honest, I I feel a need to activate and use my platform more around advocating for gun safety and, you know, gun violence prevention. And I've been kind of journaling a bit about why I maybe haven't been so proactive about figuring out how I can get further involved or how I can use my platform to do so. And then I was journaling about it and I was like, oh, let me actually Google this right now. And I started to. And just in learning about the issue, it it just gave me like like an anxiety attack or moment where I was like, it just is so scary to learn about because I think I've I, I do I do push myself or, you know, naturally kind of allow myself to live in ignorance is bliss of if I don't know the statistics of how common gun violence is. Um, and if I convince myself that I'm in areas that are privileged and safer and, um, you know, that I I relish the privilege of having a doorman, you know, if I have that ignorance, then I don't have as much anxiety. But I also recognize what an immense privilege that is. So I do hope that, I do hope and I, I do plan to work through a lot of that because I recognize as someone with a platform, like it does feel like such a responsibility to talk about these things. But I don't know, the, the topic just gives me a lot of fear and I think also a lot of imposter syndrome of like, who am I to say something about this when this isn't a space of advocacy that I've been educated in and I have a lot of learning to do and I think until I can do that learning in a really meaningful and comprehensive way, like I really look forward to just amplifying other, um, you know, voices and advocacy groups and um, movements and successes on a legislative side that are happening in this space. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. But... Anyways, that's been my headspace for the last week, and it has not been fun. I've just been, like, stressed about the world and emotional about Lunar New Year and recognizing that I'm turning 25 in a couple weeks, and um, I have these, like, random regrets that keep popping into my mind. Like, I was riding the subway earlier today, and I was like, damn, I really wish I spoke Chinese. Um, I really wish I spoke Mandarin. And then I was thinking about, but maybe I should just speak another language. And I do pay money to subscribe to Duolingo and I never do it. Like, why is that? Is it a laziness thing? Like, why do I have this conclusion in my mind that I'm just bad at language? And then I started thinking about like how I actually took two years of French in middle school and three years of Mandarin in high school and one year of intensive everyday Spanish lessons in college and I have nothing to show for it. And then, you know, but I just feel like I'm at this point and, you know, I think a lot of it is my birthday jitters coming up where I'm just like, what are all the things I wish I did? And, you know, am I on the right track? And am I standing up for myself in disagreements that I have in work or in my personal life and do I want more social media in my life in my 25th year of life when 
it has brought a lot of anxiety to me in the last few days. But maybe it's the thing that I love because it's also been so beautiful. Like um, this week, I had the privilege of being a, being able to speak at a wellness day at this high school here in New York City. And I visited this high school and got to meet some Tigress listeners in person, which is always so much fun and makes my day. But I just felt so much love and community with these young menstruators. It was an all-girls high school. And I just felt so much excitement to be meeting people in person who shared the same values. And I think we're familiar with the work and the passions that I have around menstrual health and sex ed, where from the very beginning, it felt like I had this immediate connection to so many of these young menstruators. And that community is so inspiring to me, where... I had this moment of being like on stage and, you know, meeting people afterwards where I was like, I love my job and I love that this is what I get to do. Like I just get to talk about periods and feel confidence in my body and feel feel all this progress that we're making around just having real conversations about periods. And would I actually ever have that if not for social media? And this is the proof that it is worth it, that all the hate and all the criticism and the anxiety of is this video performing well or is it not? Are my followers growing in the way that I need it to, you know, to stay relevant or is it not? Is it even healthy that I'm thinking of being relevant? Can't I just be relevant on my own without this social media platform? Like I have these moments when I'm in those communities of young menstruators and sharing the passion around periods where I'm like, this is the proof of why it's, it's worthwhile. So I think I'm just, I'm just in a mood. I'm in this mood of like, figuring out who I am. And of course, Henry is not here this week. He's traveling for fun. And when Henry's not here, I also have a lot more mental space to like be in my feels. And that is a good thing when I'm not avoiding it. But I think my, I just like, I, I'm a little bit um, frazzled and I, I feel like I'm going to have my work cut out for me in the next few days, just trying to get myself back to a stable situation and I've also been really trying to lay off any sort of um, like mindset of oh I feel like I'm gonna have a panic attack taken Ativan because I am prescribed like I think 50 milligrams of Ativan and that shit works whether it's placebo or you know not placebo like that shit works like I feel an anxiety just like bubbling up in my heart like my heart is racing and I just have a hard time breathing and I like pop an Ativan and then I like kind of within 10 minutes feel my body kind of chill but I've tried to really restrict myself from that because I feel like I do have an addictive personality um and being so addicted to coffee already and to yoga is like more than I wish I would be addicted to in terms of like things I need in my life always or I'm gonna go crazy so I'm really trying to lay off the Ativan um and so I I've, I've kind of just been putting myself in a situation where like I'm thinking a lot about Ativan, but I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to like try to breathe and like let me breathe and let me do emails, which are have a relaxing effect on me. So in just in terms of like coping with a lot of like the anxiety and like the numbness and the heart beating, I've just been trying to do more of that and more breathing. I've been listening to a new audiobook. I've been listening to Spare um, by Prince Harry and I buy into the hype. I love it so much. Um, He really spills the tea. He goes all out and um, I love it. And I I know there was, you know, some mixed feelings about Prince Harry and Meghan's uh, Netflix special. I loved it. I fell in love with them. And 
I just really, really am enjoying the book. I listened to it on 1.2x speed as y'all, uh, for those listeners out there who know I'm a big audiobook podcast listener and I listen to everything a little bit faster because it makes, it just helps me like stay focused and comprehending all of the material. So I've been really, really loving that book and I've been doing this thing where at the end of every chapter, if I'm still feeling that anxiety, I'll pause the book and I'll just try to take like three deep breaths. Um, and in yoga, they do the breaths where it's like in for, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, in for four, hold for three, out for eight, something like that. But I just do that really just thinking, okay, inhale for as much as I can, hold for even longer, take extra long to exhale. So I just do that between chapters and the chapters are pretty short. Like I think I'm on chapter 50 something in the book. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm really, really enjoying it. For those of you who are on TikTok, you might see some of these like random audio clips from the audiobook that are going viral, like Prince Harry talking about how his penis got um, uh, frostbite and he calls it his todger. And it's like the most hilarious clip um, from the book that went viral on TikTok. So if you saw that and you're like, this is weird, I'm not going to read the book. I I urge you to second guess that, download the book or get the book. I'm really enjoying it and it's killing it out there. I was l- reading some article about how it just surpassed like 3.2 million copies sold in its opening week, like some something crazy like that. Um, anyways, I strongly urge you to listen to it. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, and yeah, I'm a really big audiobook listener. But I also wonder, like, is it an issue that I am in, in this head state where I hate silence so much that rather than being silent for like three minutes while I uh, am getting ready between phone calls, in those three minutes, I will turn on Bling Empire um, I just finished that whole first season and uh, started season 16 of Grey's Anatomy this week. Um, and or I put in the audiobook. Like, is is that something I should work on? I mean, I know it is something I should work on, but like, is it time that I really focus on that? Like, just being okay in silence. Like, I enjoy being alone. I'm alone right now and I really love it. I love spending time with Mimi, but like, maybe this whole aversion uh, to silence and my obsession with like filling any silence or void with some form of entertainment or audiobook or noise or thought or activity or journaling or work or emails like maybe this is something I should work on um uh I am hoping to take PTO um part uh personal time off um if around my birthday um it's been long overdue we've been a company at August for almost two years um it's actually Nick and my three-year anniversary of co-founding the company tomorrow Wednesday um, so, but we have unlimited PTO at August, but I think because a lot of my job is, you know, things that I enjoy doing, making TikToks, making content, doing my emails. I love, I'm an inbox zero girly. I live for that. Like, and I, I haven't gotten to a point where like I felt exhausted. And I also felt like I was always able, even if I was traveling to like do the work that I needed to do in that day, I haven't taken like an official PTO day, but Um, I do think, and I know and recognize that it's an important thing to do and setting an example for the team. And I really celebrate and I want everybody on the team to feel like excited and comfortable always requesting or just saying that they're going to take PTO. So that is a goal of mine in the next couple of weeks. And hopefully then I'll, I'll have a little bit more of an opportunity to enjoy that silence. Um, so yeah, (sighs) I feel better. Honestly, when I started this, when I started recording this 20 minutes ago, I'm sure you heard in my voice, I've just like felt a little bit like 
confused and stressed and anxious and like not ready to sit with my feelings. And I think just in the last 20 minutes of being able to vent, and I appreciate those of you who listen, I double appreciate those of you who reach out after listening to episodes with feedback, thoughts, questions, things you want to hear about. And I'm going to really try to be better about being on time with my podcast submissions because I love being able to sit with y'all every Wednesday. So keep the comments and feedback flowing. And I love you all so much. I'm sending you so much love, especially to my AAPI community out there. Happy Lunar New Year, and I'll see you next week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.